will never lie to you. I was like, ooh. DMX has some. I said, say that again. That you know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh. He was like, I love dogs more than people. He was like, because they have unconditional love. And you see what I love about dogs? They can't help who they are. They can't help what they are. And they never lie to you. Mm. That's crazy. They don't. Yo, he's profound. Yo, this next that nigga. He yo, that nigga, bro. So I, I saw this video. I'm going to let you listen to it real quick and then we'll get into the podcast. And he's talking about butterflies. He talking about his experience with a butterfly. Listen to this, man. This is crazy. It's, it's crazy how we take these guys for granted. Everybody trying to say, oh, I ain't take, hey, nigga, niggas took them for granted, bro. Let's keep it real. Look what he said when he first saw a butterfly, bro. Hold on. Listen. This is Dream Champs. Yeah. Listen to what he said. Back, back at another one, man. Time to weigh in, man. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things going on in America. 
and we're going to get into it. And we definitely uh, want to weigh in on some very sensitive things. Um, as two black men that want to live the American dream, it's, it's really sad. Still, we're having these instances of unarmed men having their life taken at a young age by law enforcement, people that are supposed to sworn and protect the citizens, not just but the citizens. But, you know, I can't really go into it because I want to be as professional as I can. I'm going I'm to I'm break it down and tell you what happened. So tell me what happened. I, I, remember, I remember when I texted you. So I got the notification, right? <clears throat> Was unaware of what really happened in Minneapolis that the previous night because I got the notification on Monday, like early Monday afternoon. So it said that due to unrest in Minneapolis, these games will be canceled. That being the the uh, Timberwolves versus the Nets game, canceled or postponed rather. The the Wild game, the hockey, and also I think it was the Boston Red Sox versus um, the Minnesota Twins. So they said because of unre- um, some some type of you know racial thing going on. I'm like, wait, hold on. So I go on Twitter, and usually I'm on top of this. So I go on Twitter, right? Guess what the fuck done happened? Another unarmed man, and this is what pisses me off too. And I'm you, you, like, I'm gonna be as explicit as I possibly can this time. I ain't trying to be no fucking politically correct. So I go on here. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Due to the death of Dante Wright, these games will be postponed. Then I had to look further. I said, well, so what happened? So apparently. What ended up happening was with Dante Wright, young black man, 20-year-old, he had a baby, young baby, right? That's what hurts the most. I hate to hear that, man. So he got a young baby. And the first thing I saw on Twitter was his his picture of him with his baby. I'm like, okay, don't tell me. Another sad story. So what ended up happening was, and his parents were on, uh, I guess it was uh, Good Morning America, one of them shows. But so what ended up happening was, a typical, so-called typical traffic stop is what they say. Due to, I guess, what police consider a traffic violation, he had air fresheners like hanging outside of the, the window or whatever you want to call it. At least that's what they say. All these bullshit excuses I ain't trying to hear. But this is exactly what he said. So so air fresheners, they pulled them over. Typical traffic, uh, traffic stop, right? So, and this is according to his mother. So she said he was on the phone with him. She, she was on the phone with him as the police had pulled him over requesting for uh, information like the you know, insurance and stuff like that. Now, initially, when the, when the reports came out, they were saying that they had ran. You know how the police can run your tags mm-hmm. when you're behind them? So they said that they had ran his tags and he had A multiple, yeah, multiple um, warrants. There's so many conflicting stories, man. I don't even really know. But they say he had multiple warrants. But so they always excuse. It's always... It's always something. Multiple warrants, but then they also said it was the air freshness. I don't know what the hell it was. All I know is they pulled him over, asked for license registration, insurance. He's on the phone with his mom, apparently. And she's like, well, I'll, let me speak to them. I'll tell them what was going on because I guess he didn't have all the proper documentation or whatever it was. One thing led to another. She said she knew in his voice that he was scared. You know what I'm saying? He was nervous or whatever. Distress. Yeah, I mean... It's very distressful. How do you feel when you get pulled... If you were to get pulled over from the cops, or even if the cops are behind you closely, especially if it's late at night, I mean, as a black man, you feel uncomfortable. 
I know I do all the time, especially because I've been pulled over, man. Like, have you ever had a gun? Yes, uh, I tell you, I'm, I'm I'm from Richmond, Virginia, man. Um, I remember me with my cousins, Roderick and Corey. Uh, Corey was going to the Marines. <clears throat> we was at uh, this elementary school called um, Baker Elementary out in Verona. Mm-hmm. And uh, we was just playing basketball. I was in fifth grade. We was just playing basketball. And um, my cousin Corey, of course, was going to the Marines. We were just playing ball after after hours. It was like 9, yeah. 10 o'clock at night. Right. And an uh, alarm in the school, a silent alarm went off. They had, like, his, back then they had like little infrared beams at the window. Right. So if you was to touch or look at the window, which my dumb ass cousin did, and the cops came. So we, I'm walking back to the court, and I have two police officers yelling at us with 357 revolvers that they have mm-hmm. back then pointed right at us. And I was just like, this is a joke. Ain't no way. Right. Like, what, what's going on? No, they put our face on the cement, bro. They smashed our face on a trailer. We had white stuff on our face. I was 10 years old. That's crazy. I was 10. And you never told me this story. Bro. Yeah, I was 10 years old. That shit wild. I was 10 years old. That's crazy. That was my first time either. That was my first time. Like, Well, with you, I'm sure there's more stories. Uh, You know, my, in my 20s, man, I wasn't uh, the, the the model citizen, but I wasn't no criminal. Right. I just like to have a lot of fun doing a lot of stuff that's just not smart. Yeah, but it doesn't make you a criminal, though. Yeah, it doesn't make you a criminal. Yeah. I remember I went on a date. I was um, on Hall Street, and I was just going up 360. And literally, it was like 2 in the morning. I literally didn't put a signal on. I was the only car on the road. Mm-hmm. They pulled me over, said, failure to use turn signal. Right. And I'm like, Are you? I'm like, you cannot be serious. Mm. He's like, yeah. So I didn't have my wallet. I had my wallet, but it wasn't where I can reach. Right. So... I told him, I said, look, my wallet right there, you know what I'm saying, you can get it. So the cop kept putting his light on me, light in my face. Me being 24, 25, I'm like, man, you playing, man. I, just, I wanted yeah, to grab, yeah. got it. Man, he got me out of the car, bro. Put me in cuffs, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yo, they call him back up. He's like three, four of them. I'm one dude, and I just reach for yeah. I, I, It could have been my ass, though. Yeah. He had the flashlight on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is this is like real story. And I mean, it is like, I'll be real with you, being a black man in America, it is a lot of stress. And the thing is, man, it's like, for some reason, we're not given the benefit of doubt that we can just be citizens. Let me and we're you, doing the right thing. Let me give you a couple of stories real quick. Now, I never got my face slammed into no concrete and nothing like that. But mine was a little bit terrifying because of my age at the time. I had two incidents. Actually, I had more than two incidents. But I'll tell you the first time, when I was 19 years old, I was working or driving to um, UPS, right? So they have different shifts. You know, they have like the overnight shift from, I think it's from 12 to four, then they have a six to 10. They have different shifts, three different shifts. So I'm driving and you know me, I got, I'm from New York, so we got 10 jobs. So I'm driving, it must've been, (laughs) why are you laughing? I'm I ain't like, trying to laugh so loud, man. Yeah, I'm like Jamaican. Yo. You already know. Yo. With or without kids, I was hustling. But so in, I'm trying to make the 12 to 4 shift. So obviously, I, it had to be anywhere between 11.30, quarter to 12, right? I was driving this gray Buick. Now, mind you, I'm 19 years old, 19, 20 years old. It's just the car, the windows were not tinted. You know, you could see my face. You could see me driving. Now. They say I, they pulled me over. 
I was nervous. I was the only, literally the only car on the road, bro. Like, when I said I was the only car on the road, I was the only car on the road. So I was only probably about maybe five minutes away from the job. They tell me why they pulled me over. Two cop cars came. Now I'm a teenager. Two, I never, this was the first time I ever got pulled over before, ever. So I was nervous, obviously. They was like, you, you know, you're under arrest. I'm like, for what? Like, I, I didn't know how it worked. They was like, under arrest? Yeah, for what? You know, they, get, they told me to get out the car. Like, unsolicited, they just like, yo, get up, get up out. They was checking for weed and stuff. I'm like, NYPD, dog. But it actually was Nassau, by the way. Nassau. Same thing, because we're actually not too far from Queens. I was like, yo, why am I being pulled over? Shut up. Because what happened was, I, I did, I ain't gonna lie, I was tired. I swerved, right? Right before they pulled me over, I swerved a little bit. So I guess they thought I was drinking. I'm like 19, so I'm not drinking. They checked, that was the first time they ever, I ever got checked for weed or anything like that. They looked everywhere, and they was like, where you going, boy? And I'm like, um, to work? This late, I was like, yeah. I was like, I work for UPS. For work? <laughs> There's like, and you know, with UPS, we didn't have the brown, like, yeah. you just wore. You wore regular clothes. Yeah. You worked in a warehouse. Right. I, yeah. I work in a warehouse. You work in a hub. So yeah. I, and the only good thing that saved me, even when I was young, I always know how to talk, man. That's one thing that had got me out of trouble, knowing how to talk. Because I, I convinced them that I'm actually going to work. I am tired because I had another job. All right. Well, I, I, I took an hour nap. I was like, I'm on my way to work, and this is what I do. You know, if you want to see my badge, whatever, whatever. So what ended up happening was, they was like, you know what, let's go. Um, I was believable, right? So they let me go. Man, I was nervous. So the second thing is real quick, and we're going to get into it. So the second thing, the second situation that happened to me, right, was I was driving back from, driving back from Connecticut. This is the first time I ever got a gun pulled, like, like aimed at my head. I was driving a um, Malibu. That never happened to me. Yeah. From a police officer, I got a gun yeah. pointed at me, but so he pulled me over for speeding. Shit. Like I was going eighty, I think it was eighty something. It was like eighty three and a sixty five. I think it was. You wild. So I was going. For, I mean. I was trying to get home. Yeah, you was you was you was, you was fucking wild. Yeah, no, but you're not you're not you gonna shoot me for that? Just give me a ticket, bro. Let me go. Like he was like, he could he lock you up. He, yeah, you're right. And I was a different state too. He could lock you up. He was like, he felt like I was evading him. I was avoiding him. I'm like, this ain't no car chase. I'm like, look how fast you got me. I pulled over right away once I saw the once I heard you because there he was like, pull over like loud. I'm like, what is that? Like, remember, I don't get pulled over often, so. And that was the first time I got pulled out, out of state, coming back, going to New York, coming from Connecticut back to New York. And he was like, you're under arrest. I'm like, for what? Speeding. I'm like, I never heard of that before. <laughs> like, speeding? He's like, do you know how fast you're I hate when they say that. Do you know how fast you're going? No, obviously I don't. <laughs> I actually I didn't. I mean, can you tell me? Because you got the speed, the, the, what is it, that speed check thing that y'all got? <laughs> radar. Tech. Yeah, your radar. You can tell me how fast I was going. Yeah. It's like a setup. You know how fast you were going? Could you tell me? Yeah, you were going 85. <laughs> and it's 65. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, what you want me to say? So he was like, you're under arrest. So now he doesn't come to the um, driver's side, though. I'm saying. I pull over, right, to the side of the road, the, par the parkway. He comes on to the, the passenger side. 
with with the gun behind his behind his behind his uh yeah why are you looking like nah that's dirty I'm bro that's you, bro. that don't yo he, that don't sound like dirty business bro bro like he's I trying mean, like he was on he's on some true. he bought the one eight seven your ass. Yo, that's what it sound like to me. I'm telling you, man. That's what I'm saying. We talk about racial profiling and all that stuff. I've experienced, and this is just one of many examples for me. Um, yeah, he was like, "Yo, you're under arrest." I had a gun behind me, pointed right at my head, bro. That's crazy. I was like, "Wow!" Like I froze. I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be the end of my life, like right now." It's crazy, man. It's like you can't even. And at that time, my son was like four. I think it was. I was yeah, like, he was a father. This is crazy. I was a young father. I was like, I'm about to go out like this. But again, I talked my way out of it. Like he was seriously going to arrest me or shoot me. I'm not sure which one, but he was going to do one or the other. And yeah. I was like, you know, I apologize. I wasn't, I wasn't aware. You know how I was, I wasn't aware that I was speeding. You know, I'm just trying to get home. You know, I have a job that I have to get to. I think I had to work that evening. I'm always working, damn. But I had to, I think I had to work that evening. That's why I was trying to get home. And I explained him, you know, the situation. And he's like, just make sure you don't do it again. He gave me a ticket. I paid for it, but he didn't arrest me, and I wasn't shot. So it is how you handle situations, because with Dante Wright, and I'm not saying his fault, he's 20 years old. We already get, kind of gave some examples how frightened you can be. You can freeze up. You can 20 react. Years he's 20 years of age. He's 20 years. I mean, come on. My son is not that much younger than him. So what happened was, if you see the video, it's the lady, it's the, it's the female officer. Now, she's training this is the thing that's crazy to me with this scenario. It's always the lack of training. This but is the damn She's problem. supposed to be the trainer. She's been on the job for 26 years as a police officer, law enforcement. And she's supposed to be the head of something where she's training these police officers on protocol, how to handle situations. And she's the one that shot him, bro, behind the other officer. So how do you miss? Now she's saying, this is the thing that made no sense to me. It gets me upset. Like I'm attacking genders too. Go ahead. Right, but you 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 mistake, and you a gun guy. You know all about guns. Oh yeah. So you gonna mistake a taser, a gun for a taser? Don't you know the difference between a taser and a gun? You now I will I, in her defense. Um, Ain't no fucking defense. Okay, sorry. For no, her, I'm just saying. Not you know for her difference. defense, but you should know the difference. And hip placement, where your gun is at and where your taser is at. Yo, they say guns and tasers on the opposite side, bro. Oh, so she died. But you know far saying? as far I as think, the, I think the tasers on the wait. But you know, polymer. Both the of them made out of polymer, so you can have the handle of a taser and it feels like a gun. That's how. If you look at their tasers, it looks like a gun. No, I know that. I'm not, you know I'm not what I'm saying? saying that. But, but if it's on the opposite side, uh, there ain't no excuse. There's a specific dis distinction. Distinct, yeah, distinguish the the, the taser. That's why you're trained from a gun. Like, I've, that's the first time I've ever heard of that in my life. For for a seasoned veteran police officer to confuse. Hispanic it's woman? It's a white woman on the job for 26. Her name is Kim Potter or something like that. And you're going to fall back on that excuse? They, uh, I, I believe I heard they did fire the two officers involved, right? No, 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 no. It was just her. Oh, she's, she's, under she's the one to discharge the weapon. Okay, but I'm talking about didn't they fire? No, so what them happening, I mean, things are very fluid, so they're updating as we speak. So they put, well, first of all, Kim, the police officer, she was on um, administrative. Uh, that's that shit. Administrative. Every time I hear that. Administrative word, leave. Yeah. That's that shit. And then also the, um, the chief officer, the one from Brooklyn City, 
he was being very emotional and oh yeah, I don't hear that. You know, we we very you know we're very sorry. We apologize. This this is the tragedy. Blah blah blah. Whatever. No, he trying to hear that. This, Nobody's really trying you to know hear what? that. You know what? You know what? Hey, look, man, I'm going gangster. I'm in God mode. Fuck this. Yeah, man. So check it. Bro. Check. This is the thing that gotta happen, man. Um, I love guns. I'm a gun enthusiast. You've been in my apartment. I'm yeah. I'm I'm with I'm with the shells. All right. This is my, this is the thing that needs your, your Second Amendment right. Oh yeah. This this is the thing. This what gotta happen for the American people. When I say the American people, I'm talking about all people that want to be gun owners. Get training. Get training on the handle your weapon. But right. there needs to be there needs to be legislation put in place that protects people using their firearm against cops to save their life. Really? You believe that? I believe I, it should. I, I believe there should be laws to protect us, to protect ourselves when cops are not using proper training so we can save our goddamn life. Well, a lot of people are saying there should be proper training. Like, because in other words, police officers should be let, trained. Let's go longer. to white folks. We're coming for it, right? When this country was founded, we're not even going to go into all that. But back in those days, like the early 1600s, they had duels, bro. If you was a sheriff and you did some shit like that, they going to take care of your ass. It was the wild, wild west. It was the wild, wild west, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when the form of government, you know, the forms of all the other government got more controlled and they got amendments, they got legislation put in right. place, all that. Now, they, they have put more legislation to control people, right. to control us, to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. They want to protect themselves from making mistakes with these damn, this damn legislation put in place. Right. It's bullshit. It needs to be legislation where we can protect ourselves from the government because obviously the government is not doing its job protecting us and using these government officials as cops and everybody else to protect the citizens so guess what's going to happen see now if citizens start to retaliate mm -hmm. and cops is getting killed they're going to be screaming there's no respect yeah. for the blue but you you i mean you're talking about bloodshed everywhere it's gonna it's gonna be a while yo man I'm, I'm gonna keep it real man it's gonna be the oh, yo we talking about i mean we live we're in new york north carolina so it's an open carry anyway. You heard about that? Uh, or did you also hear about that legislation in North Carolina? Uh, it's the uh, I got some on today. It's called uh, Jim Crow, right? Mm -hmm. It said has made his way to. It said Jim Crow has made his way to South Carolina. The Senate Bill three two six was just introduced by North Carolina lawmakers to target Black and Brown communities because they are are scared of our power. Now, Senate Bill 326. So it's like people are mm -hmm. saying now they're putting things in place that reminds them of Jim Crow. Then also, not only what's going on, you know what I'm saying, in Minneapolis with this young man, look what's going on in uh, Albany, Georgia, in, in, in Georgia with right. the voter suppression. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like they, they are so. I mean, that's all of Georgia. That's Fulton yeah, County. Yeah, all, all that. that. Yeah. They, they are so afraid of people wanting change. Voting is important. Yes. Yes, voting is very important, mm -hmm. especially locally. But the thing is, you it's like you can't tell conservatives that why is it, oh well they stole they, they stole the election. Mm -hmm. Look, man, I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. I am an American. I'm an American first. Right. Right? And I exercise my rights. But back to this young man, back to the gun this these this 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 gun control and these gun 
legislation that needs to happen. I don't care about any of that shit until there is legislation put in place where civilians can offer cop. Well, here's my thing straight too. Up. And I, I it's gotten to that point. That, that's a very interesting point. Here's my thing too, man. I'm gonna be straight real. They're talking about providing additional training for these cops. Fuck that additional training bullshit. I'm gonna tell you why, and this is why I'm upset. If you're a fucking cop and you're afraid, you should not put on that uniform. Yeah, straight up. I, I'm tired of this. Yep. You know, they, they, they discharge the weapons because they're afraid. Your job is to protect and to serve. You can't serve our communities and protect our communities if you're afraid of those same communities you're supposed to be protecting. Fuck the bullshit. I'm tired of it, man. If you're afraid, become a teacher. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Work at McDonald's. Don't, don't try to sit up here and be in the street, my man. No, I'm, I'm tired of this, man. This is what gets me upset because I'm thinking about like, yo, oh, you know, she was afraid of what? I'm trying to hear that shit. And then, and then this is what I hate when they're trying to, you know, uh, um, disparage his character. I don't know this kid from a hole in a wall. But ironically, as soon as, you know, the mother speaks out and that's her baby and crying, they fucking put a picture of him, I guess maybe on Instagram or social media, having a gun and, and, and having a little bit of weed in his hand. So that's a crime? I don't give a fuck if you have a gun in his hand taking pictures, got money and all sorts of stuff. People take dumb pictures all the time. All the time. I don't care about that. I take dumb ass pictures like that when I was young. Listen, I can, uh, listen, we as civilians should be more... Unarmed civilians, by the way, should be more afraid of what they're going to do to us, particularly as unarmed black men, than what we're going to do to them. Like you said about the legislation, because I don't carry like that. You know, I don't have a gun in my car. I drive a black car with tinted windows. You pull me over. Target. Bam. Target. And I, but I don't have anything in my trunk. I don't have anything in my glove compartment. I don't have a gun. So who, should, who the fuck should be scared? Me or them? You. So what, dude, what is this? They were scared bullshit. I don't know what No, I'm, I'm tired of this. It's just like the um It's a cop out, bro. It's a I cop out. Bro, I don't it's a cop out for the mistake they made. Or not right. even a mistake, yeah. the bad decision. Yeah, right. Because you know what? What she did was not a mistake. That was a bad decision. We you know what everybody say? I had, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I had a uh, homeboy, you know what I'm saying? We ain't really homeboys no more. Mm -hmm. Um I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna call him no names. I'm gonna respect him. No, I know. Um it's like we, he said, well everybody complained about cops. They need to go and understand how cops are trained and how and what their and what the roles that they're putting them in. Like the uh, he was talking about, as far as how they are react, like doing the reenactments and the training, mm -hmm. and they're putting them into the civilian. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. He's yeah. like, yeah. that is really intense. I'm like, I guess it is really intense. If they're, I said, dude, it takes six months. But you, right. but a woman can't become a beautician. It takes her a goddamn two right. years. Right. And how long? And it takes it take a cop to get six months. And a how, badge how and a gun. How long does it take to become a doctor or a lawyer? And they save lives. Right. <laughs> Y'all taking lives. You get a certification in six months. Oh, we went through some intense training. Really? I've never been your personal trainer. I put you more into training than what I would do. I went. I did a couple of laps and took a, a formal exam. And all of a sudden, you're going to be out here serving the community. I, I just think that. First of all, half these police officers are not qualified. They need to do a thorough mental... When, when you talk about their at, mental attitude, I, they need to test their emotional state. Like that woman who can't... Who they're talking about... She went into the wrong damn door. Oh, we're going to go there. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I'm so glad you made yeah. it to it. Now, this is this is really fucked up. And I'm sorry. I'm calling, I'm calling my people... Yeah. I'm calling my people out. She knew what she wanted to do. That, that man, they had some relations... She got mad. Right. 
and she wanted to kill him. There's no way you walk into the wrong apartment I, I still, and think somebody was it. I'm not get the fuck I, out I'm of not here. Buying that. He was smashing. He was so smashing. Like it to me. He was smashing. Wrong door. Wrong door. That was the right door. That was the right door. <laughs> you obviously knew somebody was in. No, that's what it is. Yeah, I it's, know. It's, it's called. But see, people. But you know, my homeboy says white guilt. Oh, not white guilt. He says uh, white supremacy doesn't exist. And he's a black man. He also says that <laughs> uh, white privilege doesn't exist. That's bullshit. But I, 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 I'm going to say it. In my mind, I love the brother, but my mind also be saying this Negro is a boot-looking coon. He's a boot-looking coon. Gotta be. Boot-looking coon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way you being black you don't believe that their, their their white privilege isn't real. Now, I'm not here to say because of white privilege, I can't be successful in America. Right, that's that's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm not oppressed. I can get a business loan. I can get a business license. Right. I can I can have a successful business. Mm-hmm. I can do everything everybody else does in business in this country. But that does not take away the fact that there's white privilege. There is. Right. I, I, I completely Th- agree. There is. There, you know, and, and it may not be the white neighbor next door that you live to or your, you know, your, your cousin's best friend that's worked together because they're white, but it's the system that they have in place that represents the oppression. I don't care what nobody say. Slavery doesn't exist anymore. Everybody knows that, right? But it still doesn't mean that there is a, a level of not oppression per se, but there's still very much racial inequality. There's still very much, honestly, and we live in the South, there's still, and, and you can say whatever you want, there still is racial segregation. Just look at your communities. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, you I got mean, I mean, look at your communities. Most, most white people, Asian people, most, actually most white people, Indian people live in the same community. Right, exactly. And most black people are around just black people. You don't, right, you don't, you right, don't right, see right. you don't you don't see essays up in up in the hood, hell no, they ain't up around there, you know what I'm saying? So now you, when you look in the bigger cities like New York, Chicago, yeah, yeah, Philly, and Hispanics very well, they're, 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 they're yeah, yeah. well, Latinos. I put Latinos with blacks because they're still considered minorities. Okay, fine, but what I'm saying is that there's obviously <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> there's obviously integration, you know, more so in the north, but really here, especially since I moved down here. I can, it's very segregated. It's so transparent that there is a racial divide. There is no, we may not call it that. Well, you and I may look at it that way, but they may say, oh, it's not, but it certainly is. And I want to address this too. We're going to like shift gears. We're going to go way 180. Like the problem with our community as black people is that, you know, I, have, I was talking to the sister, my, my, my sister Cheryl. We was talking about relationships. We were talking about like her being a black woman. She says that I feel that black women are the most unprotected being on the planet. Mm. I said, um, I got to I said, mm, I, legitimately, I'm going to be real. Well, they're quoting Malcolm X. <coughs> yeah, you know, it, it's, of course. It's, it's <coughs> quote that he, and, that he said. And, and guess what, everybody? You can quote JX. So I told her, I said, okay. So I said, since you say that, okay, say black women are the most unprotected beings on the planet. I said, in, in, in all these platforms that talk about relationships, black women are always talking about that black men don't protect them. But who protect black men? Right, see, that, that's... Who protects know, we, us? We and I had this conversation before. Like, we, like, how can we protect y'all 
Well, we ain't got no protection to come home. And I, and, and I said, and, you know, a lot you of know black women. <clears throat> absolutely. I'll let you, you oh yeah, and I'm gonna let you get into that. Yeah. I told the sister, I'm like, sister, like, y'all complain about black men don't protect y'all, but I said the only time y'all cry and mourn for us is when we're dead. The only time black woman is screaming and fighting for us is when we're dead. And they don't want to talk. They don't want to talk about this. And it's not all black women. But we, we, we not but, all, but we got to speak on a very high, high percentage. Like there's so many dynamics that separate the black family and the black family household. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like child support. Child support is needed. I, I, was, I agree. I was about to go into that. Child support is needed. Absolutely. But there's a lot of instances where the father's there. He got time and he does for his child financially. Right. right. But let's, let's be honest. Because she didn't get her way and what she wanted, mm -hmm. now he has to pay. He, he, so you're talking about child support. Yeah, yeah. and child support. And guess right. what? That's another mechanism of what? And, and, Separation. It, 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 it certainly is. And, and, and I'm not going to call it oppression, but it certainly is a way to divide black families and black communities because I can speak from personal experiences is that if you were to go to social service as a family, a black family, you know, husband, wife, father, mother, and children and say, listen, we need help, right? We need help, we need money, we need food stamps, EBT, whatever. The first thing they will look at is, look at this black man. Why y'all coming up in here talking about y'all need help? He got it. They will. Do, I'm telling you, man, because I know they will deny you if he makes like, let's say, thirty thousand dollars. She may be a stay at home mom or maybe she has a part time job. They look at this black man. Well, why can't you provide? What are you asking us for help for? If she were to go to that same social service and request EBT or any type of financial assistance and claim that, listen, you know, I you know, I'm a single mother. She can lie. I'm a single mother. You know, the father's not around. They will give her as much as she needs because she's not claiming she's married. She's not claiming that she has a provider in the house. So it encourages our black women, right, to do what now? It, and I'm not saying that our black women are doing it intentionally, purposely, but it's, it's a system that's set in place to where it's like, okay, they're encouraging black families to be divided. Now, if they get into an argument, fuck that nigga. She gonna get all this since she needs by not claiming him. He's out of the house, gone jail, dead, whatever. They don't care. We don't yeah, fucking yeah. need you. Look at all the shelters that are in place in urban areas. There are very little shelters for black men, man. The, shelters it, are for women, women and children. children. And you know what's funny? It's funny. Primarily, I just wanted you to finish with the rest because I, I want to put a uh, raspberry on the cheesecake. You know what I'm saying? Uh -oh. On top. Yo, you There's no and this is not even just just black men just men in general mm -hmm. the world don't sympathize with no man bro nah it I never it, it never will because you're a man yep that, that's how they look at it yep yeah and if you're a black man oh oh yeah oh hell, hell no. no hell no <laughs> hell no <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's like these things that happen to this young man in uh minneapolis um <laughs> these things are very disheartening in 2021 we, we already went through enough yeah with covid in 2020 yeah. and we lost Kobe. We lost all these. A lot of things. We lost a lot of things. But it's crazy to me. You talk about the yeah, same city. Yeah, it's 2021. City. People dying again. The man. same city right down the fucking street. They're having a trial right now no, for the killer of George, George Floyd, Floyd, man. The killer of George Floyd is on trial right now. 
And you know what's crazy? For killing another unarmed black man, then they talk about. I feel yeah, like drugs. Going in, bro. Yeah, drugs in the system. That's what causes death. Get uh, the fuck out of here. A drug overdose. Man, been high every day. Taking opioid pills, whatever. Even his his girlfriend was on. Yo, they they she was testifying. They had her. Yo, it was no fucking drugs. The dude was used to taking opioids and all that. You was on his fucking neck for almost ten minutes. Minute. Are you kidding me? But this is the problem. And the whole us. world saw that shit. But this is the problem with with us as a people, right? Like, we're so compassionate, right? And we're so lenient, but we so we, we're in such a fear of of actually doing something. We're, let's be honest, we're afraid as a people. Well, we are afraid to, to do anything because we know the book is going to be thrown at us. The book is yeah. going to be thrown at us. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. Black people, we got to get back to the point where we have we have communities, well, not agree. not neighborhoods, communities, but communities. Right. Yeah. Because like, you know, like we live in a community in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? You buy a house. Yeah. They got HOA. They got HOA meetings. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They 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 have. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When it's not just the word I'm looking for like forest controlled environment but they pretty much damn I got a brain fart damn you talking about the HOAs not the HOA fees but I'm just I'm just speaking of like structure structure yeah they have structure yeah. right and that's what we need well let me within just, our community let me just add to this and I think that you know <laughs> I'm gonna give credit to you know you know our, our black people we are black and we are proud and I feel like as much as people are not really paying attention where they should be, change is really happening. There is an evolution happening because I, I will give, I will give our people some credit. I know you, you were talking about this about us being unified and stuff like that, but I feel like we're we're at a place right now where our, especially our younger people, our teenagers, our millennials, man, they're not afraid, man. They out here, and I'm not saying protesting is the only way, but they're making our presence felt. And I'm gonna tell you how you can see that. Look at all the historical Confederate flags and the historical uh, Confederate statues and anything that's associated with, you know, pre-slavery. They're taking that shit down, man. They are. They they're, they're making a, a, a concerted effort. I'm not saying they're they're completely eliminating it, but in a lot of cities, even in in, in South Carolina and Charleston and other areas, even here in Charlotte, they're taking a lot Virginia. of stuff down, man. They, Virginia, even like they, there's a school. That's named after a, a slave owner. Uh, I think it's Barringer Academy or something like that here in Charlotte. I just got an email. They're gonna change that name. I don't know what to what, but they're gonna change. They're gonna change that name. So we're making a we're making a, a a concerted effort to make sure that things get done. Bro, legislation is changing in Minneapolis. Man, they ain't got no choice. Can I do something? <laughs> like, Shit. You know like, Can I do something? The fuck? <laughs> I mean, what you mean, bro? Like, but, but I'm saying is that. Change has to happen. It's not going to happen with us being silent. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I have mixed feelings because I'm a, I'm a big his, history person. Like, I have mixed feelings about the statues being torn down. This is how I feel about it, right? I ain't, I'm, I'm a child of the South, bro. That shit no. ain't never bothered me. I ain't never given a damn. Used to it. I'm used to it. I'm not. Exactly. And like the Confederate flag, bro. I had redneck friends in high school, bro. Yeah. Bumping the Tupac with the Confederate flag. I, know. You know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It just never bothered me. They never treated me. They never treated me what the flag represents. Right. But this is what I'm saying about it, too. Now, I just want people to look at this perspective. Like, black people are going to call me a coon bug for this, but I don't give a damn. 
Like, I might even do it right now. Go yeah, ahead. it's all good. But this, look at this perspective too, right? Um, if you if you take down all the statues, right? Right. And say Jesse, say your grandson. Mm-hmm. You have a grandson, right? Yeah, not yet. Ten, ten, got, ten years from now. I know about to say. Yeah, ten years from now. Twenty. Ten. This kid ain't having no kids. Tw- he, Twenty-eight. He, he, he not. I, I, he want him. He may never have kids. Like, see what I'm going through? He ain't going to have no kids. <laughs> he may never get married. But right? Jesse's kids and your grandkids, bro, they can be taught that slavery never happened. If you're erasing the slavers, you can say slavery never yeah. happened. I get it. It's, it's just another perspective. Like, no, I'm, I understand I'm, I'm I doing what you're doing because, yeah. you know, I'm being objective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if we erase history, right? right. Like, I do, I, and I understand a little bit, well, where the co- the Caucasoids are coming from, I understand. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you erase history, you bound to repeat it. Is they have a they they have a valid argument with that? Yeah, yeah. But 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 mm-hmm. this is the thing. Like, I, I say, okay, let's not erase it. Let's keep it there, right? But then, the greatest reparations that Black people can get is our contributions. In history, yeah, and we know damn Columbus ain't even discovered no damn. We know that North America. Stop teaching our kids lies, right? Well, I'm be honest with you. That's also changing too because you'll notice it looks like they're they're making legislation to get rid of that day, Columbus Day, as a whole. They don't even talk about in schools as much. So I think as they should. Yeah, but I'm saying the changes. And again, whether you keep it, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people with the Confederate flag and some of the historical stuff, but. I don't care. I don't need to see it, honestly. But I do understand why they're making the, the 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 action to remove that stuff because there are people who are offended. There there are people who serve black men and women served in Tuskegee Institute, yeah, who and, and and served in our wars, Vietnam, etc. Who don't want to see that bullshit. <laughs> because no, I'm serious. They they're constantly that's Alabama, yeah, bro. You go yeah. down there. They are constantly yeah. reminded of what it was back then and, and you think and I understand her story from a historical perspective you could put it in a museum you could I don't care if you put it in the trash we will always know I don't care how far away from, we're not that far removed from slavery I don't think so I don't think we'll ever forget slavery 400 years ago no, hell no. it will be in the history books it will be written everywhere because we're not ever going to forget slavery because I mean the Jim Crow and the civil right yeah era was not really that far 1950s 60s I mean, man it's on. not really that, it won't that long ago right so I'm saying that's why we're was, our parents born in the 60s yeah and we're reminded of what happened then that's what I'm saying and then the more times we see the, these um these pictures and these videos of our black and brown people getting pretty much fucking executed we're reminded of slavery bro we're reminded of racial inequality we're reminded of all the bad things that happened to black specifically black people when I say black I'm gonna play people, devil's black advocate men. I'm gonna play devil's advocate because you just remind me of something, right? Right. My coonbug homie, you know what I'm saying? He coonbug. So, um, you love saying he coonbug. He coonbug. No, I know, if I know who you're talking about, I know exactly who so, you're talking about. So, it's funny you said that, right? Yeah. And he always defends that it's the media. It's the media, man. They want to make people, black people feel oppressed. But I'm like, yo, one. I hear you. I'm, I'm gonna say his name because it, it ain't oh, respected. Yeah. It ain't respected if it ain't directed. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna direct it because it's gonna be respected. You know what I mean? Most so, people listening to this would not. They don't know who he is. Yeah, I already know that. But I'm gonna send it to him because I don't care. I go hard. 
So I tell them if if they real on this podcast, for real. Are we all the way? Turn the fuck up. Like I tell them if you constantly remind people, how can you tell them forget about something that they're constantly reminded of? That's a very so, good point. So, like, let's be honest here, right? And I'm not an anti-Semite. I am I am a black Jew. I believe in Torah. I read Torah. But, let's be honest. It will be, it, it will be the insult and a hate crime of the century hmm. to tell a person of Jewish ancestry to get over the Holocaust. Right. It will be disrespectful right. to tell Native Americans uh, Armenian to get over the Armenian genocide that the Turks were doing. Mm-hmm. It, it would be a, you you it would be just disrespectful to American history to say to Amer- to a Native American to get over the trail of tears. Well we we, we, we don't do that but yeah, th- this but, country has tried to do good. But everybody tell black it. people get over it. Right. Everybody tell everybody tells black people mm-hmm. to get over slavery. Nope. But they would never tell those other those other groups to get over the violent travesties that well, happened specific, to them. Specifically, the Jewish. I mean, the, the history with the Jews. They would never do that. Native Americans. They kind of do though because they celebrate every year. It's called Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I call it. You know what I call it. The what? feast of slaughter. It, it was it the was, feast it of was slaughter, man. So, and as I got older and I read it, I'm like, I mean, you tear up just thinking about what was it's done horrible. to Native Americans. Who technically founded this country? You know, what I'm absolutely. Saying? The indigenous people here. Yeah. And the, the, the incredible thing is, like, all the credit that Abraham Lincoln has gotten for signing mm-hmm. the Emancipation Proclamation, in 1865. But people don't even know. Did you know? People, did you know that he has the biggest mass hanging in American history? Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, you're right. And I remember reading, and I think we talked about this. Of Native Americans. That's crazy. Native Americans, bro. Yeah. But th- that that part is not imputed in the history books. Mm-hmm. Th- that, let's be like you always. Let's be objective yeah. and let's be as transparent as we can. Kids have a right to know the full the truth. Full, the full truth. They have a right to know fully that. Fully transparent. We've been lied to so much in the scholastic system mm-hmm. that it's it's like when you really start to read outside of what you're taught because let's be honest they they when you go to school they're getting you ready they get they, they're like prepping you up prepping you for ready. the slaughter yeah. they don't teach you about business they don't teach you about no. credit no. they don't teach you anything that right. you need in society in schools and they suppress it but they institutionalize you right when, when a bell rings you know what class to go to right when a bell rings you you you're, know when you go to lunch. What are you doing in prison? You're trained. Same thing. Same thing, bro. Same thing, like a robot, like a machine. But when you don't, when you have information that you don't disclose to the mass or disseminate to the mass, and you suppress that information, like what we're talking about, transparency, making sure these kids understand the truth, and you suppress that, that is a form of oppression. That is a form of oppression, because when you look at these kids behind us, and we grew up, we're you know we're, we're older now, but these kids. You know, they some of them do their digging and they do their research. What about the ones that just blindly just follow the masses? They're gonna go right back and say make the same fucking mistakes that we had and then that our generation before us and generation before us. If we don't start making changes now, 
You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we're going to be right back to square one. That's what I'm saying. There has to be some change. There has to be progress. And it starts with not being ignorant. Absolutely. And I like to build on that because you, what you're saying is what I'm about to say. Um, pretty much. You, you, you pretty much summarized what I'm going to say. I'm going to summarize it for you. Mm-hmm. Information gives inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like, we are in the age of information. Right. Right? People are getting IT certifications online. Online. Basically. They're not even going to a class. That's true. They're self-teaching themselves from home. Yeah. And then taking a test and getting a job. We are <laughs> almost everything is online. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're in the age of information. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. so guess what? There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah. Because information gives inspiration. But guess what? Our communities are not getting the information. We have to get the information outside of our community because they don't understand or have the skills to teach it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is why I, I love that brother in Albany, Georgia. Uh, King King X. Yeah, you talk about him a lot. Yo, man, hey, yo, no, dude, hey, man. I want to get him on our podcast. I would love to get him on our podcast. I would actually love... Way to reach out to I want to reach out to him, and I definitely want to donate to his school, man, for real. I, I want to be... I want What's us to practice. What's his Um, He was on the Roland Martin show. Um, I don't... I'm, I just know him as King. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he probably ha- he has a um, social media. And the, the, the kid, the kid's 20, 21. Uh, 21. Yeah, he's young. And he held his own against Roland Martin. Held his own. Respectful. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And the crazy thing is, Roland Martin didn't want to hear a young man that's actually talking about do for self. Mm. He was totally against, totally against do for self. Then he got such flack. His name is King Randall. Randall, okay. Yep, King Randall one. He's of the X Boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's the founder of the X Boys. Yeah. What he does, he says, it's not my fight about voter suppression. He said, you know what? He's not saying fuck it. He said, he said, it's just not my fight. My fight is to keep black men alive. Yeah. My fight is to right. keep black men alive and give them the skills. To, to come back into society and be men. Right. Just imagine if we had that 20 years ago. Or 30 years ago. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This is the this is the problem. And Roland Martin shooting it down. We have, you know. Why, why would he shoot down the ability to be self-sufficient? I don't understand Do that. for self is power. You know why? Because Roland Martin is a damn puppet. Okay. He's a Crazy. liberal puppet that wants to keep black people. Behind in the chicken coop, yeah, yeah. yeah, in the chicken coop, yeah. De- depend on the government. He's he was so fixated on being right. He said, "Well, your you're, 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 oh, your uh, birth certificate that's that's government that's government information. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. You know, that, uh, that's government. Oh, that's go- you know, We understand we can't escape the monster. We can't escape the matrix. Right. But we can try to keep the matrix out of our business." as legally as possible what is wrong with that like people don't understand right when you own a business you don't want the government in your business that's why you have your own business i agree but that's almost unavoidable i mean you know that. i understand that but this is this is why conservatives vote conservatively no, I and i get it and i mean not that we're going to delve a whole lot in politics but yeah. i get i get your point because 
we're we're business owners. We aspire to be business owners. We aspire to be wealthy. Obviously, we aspire to pay as little taxes as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> when you you may if you had a very lucrative business, right. I don't want to pay a lot of taxes. You no, know, I mean you pay taxes, but we trying to get as many tax advantages as we can. That's I all of my brothers and yeah. got that point. <laughs> yeah, because you know what it is, man. Just be honest. We want we want the American dream. I agree with and that. And there's nothing wrong with it, man. Everybody, like, look, what I love about being a black person, maybe Nick Cannon was right. Maybe, maybe I, Melanin, we are, we are more compassionate. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Because, I mean, we should be more damn compassionate towards each other as black men. Well, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? But I want everybody to get the dream, dog. I want everybody to flourish. But I, I think it's unfortunate because we're, we, we are stuck in a lot of us, Not maybe not you and I, but we're stuck in a, a mentality where that dream is not for us, right? It's not a situation where we can achieve and be successful. Man, think about the struggle. We go back to black men, right? When we talk about men who are our black brothers who are incarcerated for a felony for five, six ounces of weed where now- It's legal. Now it's legal, right? That's crazy. You, you see what I'm saying? Where and, But they're still locked up, right? For, for a felony like that. And then when they do get out, and I have friends, I have, relatives get out and guess what happened they struggle can't get a really good job why because you have a fucking record bro yep and it's sad because now okay man i got a record now you you have to make the decision it's your livelihood you're getting out of prison like how i'm gonna feed my family how i'm gonna feed myself and you get caught up right back into the same bullshit that got you into trouble whether you selling or whatever you're doing and you right back into the system again the system is flawed bro it's a systemic failure to unfortunately break our specifically our break men, our black men, no different than slavery. It was to break the black household. You take away the black man from his his wife and his children, and you fracture their community. You fracture their household. What do you do? You put him on a fucking plantation. You rape his women. You create. A division. racial, you create, why do you create a racial division? Because now you create this thing that we call colorism. Colorism. Very strong. Very strong. Right? Especially in the Caribbean. So you, and you make it even worse for not only our, our black men, but it also does affect our black women because what is our identity now? Because we have a black child and a white child kind of coming out of our womb. Now the child is born and the child is somewhat conflicted because I do feel like mixed children have it just as bad they're black most you're they're ask, black ask Bob Bob. right you, you see what i'm saying yeah exactly right all the kids that he had but he was mixed he was no no he had he was actually he was he colorism is big in jamaica in jamaica is big yeah. they they, is they big. do a lot of uh what's what's that cream they mm-hmm. they're uh when they um they bleach their skin they bleach their like skin that. yeah and but but you know his dad was a white man i know and he looks just like his dad he looks nothing like his mom i know but but, you know, but, you but he like. said but he did not like the fact he did he wasn't accepted on either side right and that, that's but this is what I'm talking about and it goes back to the colorism thing and it goes even further when it comes to our black women I know we're gonna get back into that because uh, I'll be a little bit of our segment about the relationship thing when you talk about black women I love our black queens man of course I love our black kings but when it comes to our sisters what is our identity bro like, what is our identity as black people? Is what I, is, is, and sometimes I'm confused because I feel like... You know like why we have... To, this is, the, this is the, something I'm going to say that's powerful. Mm-hmm. The reason why, um, when you say what is our identity, 
Every identity of every nation is by the man. That's why we don't have any identity. Because we don't have the man as the face right. of the nation. Right. But it's perpetuated. We talked about the slavery thing. They've, exactly. They've taken they've Then they're using women. They're using women being like successful going to college and being the most enrolled. Right. Not yeah. the most not the most educated, but the most enrolled. They're using that as black excellence. It's the face of the it, black woman yeah, it's represented that represents as a black, black standard, right? Excellence. And I, and You'll I, never I, see a black man as black excellence. It's very far. But, but women between. get mad when we say this. We're not hating on that. We're, I don't have any shade towards that. But it's like, why can't we both be the face mm. of black excellence? It don't just have to be us as men. But when have it's been singular a black man representing black? No, it's always black woman representing black excellence. Because they're becoming more successful than black men. They have better right. wages now than black men. Because they're going to college, they're going to school, they're getting expertise, they're getting the better jobs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, they, and, and everybody thinks this is just a figment of our imagination. But if you go, I mean, I, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a number out there that I, that yeah, I, I know, live. This is an arbitrary number you're just throwing out there. I really feel that probably 65 Five percent of black households, the women is probably making more or the same. Yeah, it, it might even be higher. I'm it not might be really higher sure. than that. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm really being, sure. I'm really just. Been, but it's, 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 you know it's what I'm probably, saying? It, it could be more. How does than that? Not. How does that affect your identity as a man in your house? And it can affect the way your woman views you of being the man that they want. The have high value comes in many forms, but yeah. women want high value. Mm -hmm. Because the the key word is value, right? You know what I'm saying. When you come home, what is it? You have a home. You buy a home. The value of life yeah. is the things you can make accessible to your family. Right. And black men aren't doing it as much as they were in the 50s and 60s. But black women are saying because we can get jobs and we're not cattle. We're not property i'll be like what are you talking about but black women I, I can understand growing up as a, as a as a child you know in a household with a single mother mm -hmm. i can understand the frustrations of a black woman feeling that they have to raise their children mm -hmm. raise absolutely their on their own right they're being left alone in some cases abandoned and it, and it definitely happens with one two three and sometimes more than that more children in the household and they they're stuck being the mother, and sometimes they the call themselves too. the father, even though that can never be. We already know, we have that kind of, you and I have this conversation. You are not the father, you are a mother. So can you teach a young man to be, and I think that it's a perpetual unfortunate situation, but when you talk about a woman raising young men, that's almost an un, impossible feat. Absolutely. And But I understand why women are, are a lot of our black women are upset at us as black men. They're upset at us as black men because they feel like, you know, I got to do this by myself. You know, you bailed out on me. I got to be two parents. You know, I got to be, I'm a one parent in a single home acting as two. So black women say, you know what? Fuck the bullshit. I don't need a man. How many times have we heard that? Uh, I don't what? need shit. I don't need this. I'm going to go out there and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I understand that. I kind of understand. And I kind of, I truly understand that mentality. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do me. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a project uh, uh, manager. I'm going to be an analyst. I'm going to be an accountant. I, there are so many people in my family that I know, family, friends, who are single, strong black women that are highly successful. No man. I don't need a man. Period. 
So they go out there, they pursue their degrees, they pursue their certifications, and they raise their children, and that is a hell of an accomplishment, man, because growing up as a, as a, as a child with my, with my single mom at the time, without my dad being around for, for that time, she did it, man. She did it all her own, bro. Not all her own. I mean, we helped her, and we had family and friends that helped, but for the most part, bro, I saw her work two and three jobs, and now she went back to school and graduated. You know what I'm saying? Like, these women, our black queens are doing it. But, but the unfortunate thing is what's creating this division further and also these gender roles or gender wars is that now they're saying black men ain't shit. This is, this is the thing that, that, that makes me a little bit like... Apprehensive? Really and I really, it's a little bit disheartening because it's like, yo, now some of these women are saying, I don't even need a black man. What do, what do I need a man for? What do I need a king for? Every throne need a king, bro. Just like a, a, a throne need a queen. Yep. Households need fathers. Absolutely. I don't give a fuck what they say on TV, all these shows, because if you look at the TV, very little household with black father. Last time I could think of a, t a sitcom with a black father was fucking Bill Cosby. I don't even know the Huxtables. I can't think <laughs> maybe um, Fresh Prince. I, I can't think. And even Fresh Prince, like Will Smith did not have his father, father. right? Yeah, Uncle Phil. Yeah, Uncle Phil, who acted as his father. I'm saying I can't really think of any shows currently today within the last five years, like today, where you you think of well, maybe Blackish. Uh, oh, that's cheesy. Uh, like you know what I'm saying? Like uh, <laughs> I'm talking about a strong. Uh, go ahead, bro. <laughs> can't believe you did that shit. No, I, honestly, I was off the top of doing, man. I, I'm talking about a real strong black presence with a. a, a a husband, a wife, a father, a mother, and kids. We're not used to seeing that, man. We're not. So you, not. you you can't you. It's almost hard to have something you don't see. Absolutely. You know what another thing is too. You know what I'm saying? I hate. I don't want to cut this short because I love this we, topic. I know we're gonna transition to sports. Oh yeah, we're gonna be. It's gonna be a long one, guys. I'm gonna break it up. <laughs> so the thing is. The sad part in our community is we don't know how to love one another when it comes to the romance and when it comes to the dynamics of the love that centralizes the family. It's in our community it's a eighty percent divorce rate. Yeah, it's very high. And that tells me two things. There are people getting married that are not qualified and there are people getting married that are not getting therapy to iron out dysfunction and they're going into a marriage with dysfunction and that happens a lot it does and that's a part of being you know I'm kind of going around circles but it's part of being what I just said qualified well I agree but but, but how can you be qualified for something you haven't seen like you Again, you, we're talking about households, okay. broken households. I, I, will, I, I would love to tell you that. Yeah. Now, you, the way a man we can become qualified and a woman can become qualified is actually therapy and loving self. No, I agree with that. Yeah. That that's the real issue. Yeah. And I'm speaking for myself. Yeah, I know. I understand from your personal experience. But from a personal experience, and I, what I'm going through now, I'm, I'm right now and this point of my life, it's about I deserve to have the best me. Yeah. You, Nobody you, deserves to have the best well, we're me. Both on the same page I deserve that. to have yeah. that. And people got to get to that point in life. The best you is going to require therapy. The best you is going to require 
looking in the mirror mm -hmm. and accepting. Healing, self-healing. Self-healing, man. Yeah. And then you be qualified for a lot of things. Because when you do something different that you've never done, you get the things in life that you dream yep, of having. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what... But you, like you said, you have to do something you never did to get something you, you never, never had. had. Yeah. Yep. You got to do that. Yep. You got to do it. And, and I'll give credit to, you know, I think a lot of people now moving forward into this generation, more women and men to an extent are doing what you're saying. They're realizing, we, we, listen, we got to smarten up. I got to be more prepared. You know how we grew up back in the days, especially me in the church, make a baby, marry her, that's it. You know, our grandparents married when they were like 18 and 15 and 14, like in my case, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we saw. You get married early, you have kids, blah, blah, blah. Nowadays, it, people are taking more, I think they're taking their time. You know, women are maybe waiting a little bit later to have kids. And men, bro, y'all gotta, you wanna be a provider? Like you said, you gotta get your act together. You gotta work on yourself. You can't provide for family if you're not right. I'm gonna be real, yo. Um, and that's a lesson I had to learn. Oh yeah, and I'm still learning. Like, I'm gonna yeah. be real, yo. Like, this is gonna sound bad, and I'm aiming this not at black women, I'm aiming this at women in general. Men of America today, do not, do not worry about getting married or having the love of your life in college, high school, it's total bullshit. It's bullshit. What you need to focus on is mastering self and understanding by spending time with self. A man, a man, a real man, you can have money, you can have responsibility. That does not equate you to being a man. Well, what equates you to being a man is having vision. Vision creates purpose. Right. And you got to have that before you going to get on one knee yeah. and tell a woman that you're going to take care of her. Yeah. Right. No. No, you got to take care of you in all the right ways. But I ways. will say there are some men that find that early on in life than Absolutely. Others. So people Absolutely. develop a little bit differently. So once you, and like you said, once you identify, acknowledge your vision, your purpose, you walk in that purpose, right? You move in that purpose. You move with that purpose. And then you don't let anything or anyone at any time distract you from that vision. And then you move forward from there. You know, dating is complicated. Dating is very difficult. It's hard. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of temptation out there. And I'm not just talking about men. I'm specifically also talking to women. And some of these women, man, and that's why I'm I'm, I am proud of our, some of our, our black women, they get in that bag, bro. What are we looking at here? Somebody just uh, <laughs> went on Twitter. Went, went at me on Twitter, bro. Hold on. Oh, okay. Because you you disrupted my no, my bad, my bad, my bad. here. So look, my bad. But my one, bad. one my more bad. thing. One more thing before we wrap this up. We're going to go transition since we talk about Minneapolis. We might as well end up talking about the um the T Wolves because uh, the game did take place tonight. And guess what? The Brooklyn Nets beat them by like fifty. I don't even know. I got to look at the score. And, uh, Kevin Durant had thirty one. But that video that I told you went viral. That bothered me too. With this young girl, young woman rather. She's on college campus and she's talking about, oh, I saw this. I, it was starting off so positive. You know, I saw this cute guy, this black man. He walks by and mm, he's cute. He's good looking. He's handsome. Okay, cool. So you acknowledge he's a good looking guy. You don't holler at him. You don't say nothing. So he walks by and the first thing you think of after, oh, he's cute is, I wonder if he likes black girls. I wonder oh, if he likes black women. Wow. Like, why is that the first thing that comes to mind? If you think he's handsome, what is it? Why is it so hard for some women to shoot their shot? 
hey, you're a good-looking guy. It don't even have to be. You no, don't even gotta say that. What I'm saying is that you could just have conversation with him. Yeah. He didn't see you. That's why. You know, if you, if you see, I know you. You don't need much time. You, oh, if you know a woman is looking at you. You go right back around and have conversation with her. Yeah, him. man, doesn't matter. You ain't looking she, for that. This don't matter if she boogie bear. <laughs> oh, come don't on, matter man. if she if she small, Coca-Cola bottle shape. Don't matter if she BBW. <laughs> don't matter if she Instagram oh, yeah, thick. I like it all shapes, all sizes, man. Yeah, you, you, you. Um, you know. Every size fits all for you. Uh, that's right, man. It's just disheartening, man, um, that women are starting to be like us. We, we used to, they, they just... Reject. They don't take rejection well. And uh, like you, you talk about women approaching guys, Negro. That shit is <laughs> not happening. That, that that happens for your ass. You look like Brian McKnight and shit. What? That nah, shit ain't happening. Like that that shit ain't like happening like that. They always want us to like pursue, pursue, pursue. But the thing is, like, because man, we've always pursued women. They think that they're the prize. They never were. Hmm. Women were never the prize. The prize is uh, we are the prize. No, no, no. It's getting hot in here. No, no. Women were never. No, 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 no. (laughs) Women never were the prize. They're gonna be like, what? They're gonna always say, oh, but men chase women and all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just because a person pursues you doesn't make you the prize. Because I just pursued you, but what's the next step? Right. You know, I initiate getting to know you, right? But then when you get to know me, then. The thing shifts because then you want more of me. You want more out of me because guess what? I control the dynamics of where it goes. I, I, I see. Here's my thing, and I think and I'm not. You know how I am. I usually try to be objective and fair. I think that if you have two parties, a man and a woman that both love each other, that's once we get into. That, relationship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's once you get into a relationship. But I do think that the prize is the, together. Yeah, I think the prize is us. You know, what absolutely. I'm like I think the prize is us. But I will say this, and it definitely supports your argument. And I know, you know, when you go on Twitter, these women, I'm the prize. I'm thinking like, okay, the way that you can kind of disprove where she's saying she is it, she is the prize is who asked who to marry who? Like, just think about that for a moment. You can even look at a king or whatever. Typically, we ask the woman to marry us, right? So we're actually initiating the decision to go into a binded ma- a union. We are. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, they really do. You Most women want to get married. They do. Like, but who giving options? Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Who giving who, who give options? <laughs> say, say okay. Who, so who, who, who the prize? It's funny you say Because the power lies in the question. Woo! I agree with the that. The power lies in the question. Now, a woman can say... You know, well, I'm the one that made the decision because I said yes. I agree. You gave, you was given the option. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I can. You was given. I can see both arguments, but specifically more when it comes to the man, we're actually dictating how this. Yeah, goes. I'm dictating where I want this to go. Right. And I'm giving you the option, because if you don't want it with me, you don't get it. I can get it somewhere else. This gonna go viral. I can get it somewhere else. I can get it somewhere. I mean, I'm especially when women are the ones that really want you married. See, I see, I see where you're going. Like women, really, they want to have the big. Well, at some point, so if they want, yeah, most women talk about they want to be married. Yep. Who the prize? Who the prize? There's fewer of us than there are of them. So who's the prize? Right. See, like, there's an argument when they make this argument. Like, I understand what they mean, but like, if you really dig into the position of what you're saying and what I'm agreeing with, mostly is. 
if there's fewer of us and more of them, then I would automatically assume that we're the, like we are actually the prize. We are the novelty. We are the rarity. Especially when you're a, a good man in general, and they always say that good men are hard to find, right? Well, if good men are hard to find, you find a good man, then technically that good man is the prize. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I'm done. Yo, everybody, it was great. You can't lead the people if you don't love the people. You can't save the people if you don't serve the people. Dr. Cornell West, when your mind is a weapon, you are never unarmed. We declare our right on this earth to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, on this day which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. Malcolm X. We thank you for listening to a special edition of the Time to Wayne podcast. Thank you.